Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Almost constant car advertising on TV, radio, and podcast flies in the face of action that's needed to combat the climate crisis. This is according to the Green Party TD and the chair of the Iraq This Climate Committee, Brian Ledden, who says that advertising in the car industry should be considered alongside alcohol and tobacco in terms of public health and child protection. Brian Ledden is with us on the programme today. Brian, are you seriously suggesting that we ban car advertisements on TV and radio and podcasts? No, I'm not. Not at all. Uh, But I think what we do need to be having is a conversation about the impact of of advertising on consumer uh, decision making and we know that advertising works we that you know that's the whole point of it is to influence consumers in purchasing decisions and i think it's more than a billion euros a year is spent on advertising uh, in this country now when it comes to climate action it's so important uh, we have to do so much uh, to uh, to cut our emissions by uh, more than 50% uh, by 2030. And there has to be a conversation about the influence of advertising on uh, climate action and, and on consumer decisions. So it's about starting a conversation. Other countries are doing that as well. Notably, the French are introducing carbon labelling uh, for uh, vehicles and other products as well in towards the end of the decade. Uh, and I think we should be having that conversation here as well. Uh, such that people do make the, the decisions, the right decisions, because most people want to make the right decisions. But what advertising can often do uh, is lead to some confusion about what the right thing to do is. Uh, so if we can uh, help people make the right decisions, I think that's the right thing to do. So, so what exactly is it then that you're looking for, Brian? I'm not, I'm not entirely clear. Is it, is it that you want when an advertisement is played on whether it's TV, radio or a podcast that, you know, for by a particular brand for a certain model that it would have to say this car emits X emissions or Y emit? Like, is, is that what you're looking for then? Yeah, I think, well, really I'm looking to start a conversation about it, but and what you've suggested there is actually what the French are doing, you know, so that if a car is advertised on um, a billboard or on TV or on radio, so what's going to come in there is that the, the grams of, of carbon dioxide uh, per kilometre is going to be on that ad as well. Whether that's the right thing for Ireland or not, I think, you know, should come out of a, a proper discussion uh, and analysis. Uh, but what we do know at the moment is that advertising is very pervasive. Uh, it's, you know, huge amounts of money are spent on it uh, in this country every year. And it works. You know, the, the advertisers and the, and the companies employ the, the top psychologists and the top behavioral scientists. And their, their job is to, uh, to influence the consumer's decision but there has to be a balance struck because if the, the, those decisions that are being taken are actually slowing down climate action when we're in a crisis uh, then you know as a government we do have a responsibility to address that so it's not that you're looking for the likes of a, a watershed that you could only you know advertise um or have certain uh, car advertisements between certain periods or you know certain time frames it's it's more um it's a little more nuanced than that well it's it really is about starting a conversation and it hasn't happened you know the you, we saw in in recent weeks with the scandal uh, on the the RTE Payments, you know, 
these car advertisers are sponsoring programs and you know, to what extent is that influencing then the, the viewers and the content that has been but produced? But why would that matter? Like, is it any different to any 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 type of uh, brand advertising, whether it's food products, supermarkets, you know, like whatever the company, how is it any different? Well, it, it's not. And we have regulation for a reason and we, we, we have advertising regulation already in the area of uh, tobacco and alcohol as well. Uh, and we do that for a very good reason, because we recognize that uh, there's a greater public good uh, in that re- having that regulation. And, and climate action is so important that we should be looking at uh, how advertising uh, influences people. And th- I think that's the, the right thing to do. And So are you putting, uh, sorry, what, Brian, just to cut across your moment, you're putting cars in the same category now as drinking cigarettes? Um, you could add sugar to the list uh, as well. Like there's, you know, there are even separate to the to the climate uh, argument with respect to cars. There's there's public health and safety as well. So there are reasons to look at advertising, and that is what I'm suggesting uh, that we do that. Uh, and I actually asked Minister Catherine Martin in the Dáil uh, about this just last week, and she gave quite a positive response she, she does expect that that it will be looked at uh, by uh commission them on uh, when they they go for public consultation with their new code later in the year uh, i think it's a sensible thing to do I, I wouldn't preempt what should come out of that process uh, but other countries are doing this and i think uh, it makes sense for ireland to be looking at this as well aside from what they're doing in france what are other european countries brian doing then with regards to this the Dutch are looking at uh, food advertising, and uh, I think there, there's regulations around uh, meat advertising and carbon labelling uh, in the Netherlands. So that's that's just another example. So, um, you know, we are the, the, we're in an, an incredible crisis, and climate action is very hard, and we have to look at every possible uh, avenue and, and tool that we have to get emissions down. So it doesn't make sense that we would uh, ignore advertising because it, you know, it, it's likely that it does have an effect on consumer decisions and ultimately on, uh, on carbon emissions. Okay, listen, I'm interested in um, our listeners' thoughts on this as well, Brian. We leave it there for the moment. Green Party TD and Chair of the Iraq This Climate Committee, uh, Brian Ledden. 087-1400-106 is the WhatsApp number. Do you agree with Brian on this? Do you feel you're constantly bombarded with ads for polluting cars despite the constant conversation about the climate crisis? Let me know your own thoughts on this. Shane O'Donoghue is the editor with CompleteCar.ie. Shane, is there any need to push the car industry alongside alcohol and tobacco in terms of public health. Is this necessary? Um, I, I think that's a really unusual thing to do. I mean, for a start, for the, for a lot of people, the car is a necessity. Mm. It's, uh, it's transportation. And sure, advertising makes it look glossy and sexy and what have you. But for, for most people, it is a tool. It's a way of getting about. And, and in fact, until we have a good enough public transport system in this country, it is a necessity. We don't have alternatives, or a lot of people don't have alternatives. So it's very strange to hear Brian putting it alongside alcohol and tobacco in that way. Um, and he mentioned public health, which absolutely is the case when we come when it comes to internal combustion engines, cars. But in fact, I think this call is almost out of date or, or too late because 
the vast majority of car advertising that's going on right now surrounds um, much greener cars than ever. So a lot of, there's a huge amount of well, advertising that's what I thought. Electric, electric cars and hybrid cars. And, you know, it's, it's almost like electric cars, obviously, zero emissions uh, um, when they're being driven. And um, other other more economical cars like hybrids et cetera, have very low emissions. So I, I just I just think it's completely unnecessary, to be honest. And, and to align cars with um, you know damaging substances uh, like tobacco is it just kind of shows again it reveals there's a real anti-car agenda in the Green Party, which isn't in line with the population because the population need their cars. Barbara's joining us as well, Shane. Barbara, do do you feel you're constantly bombarded with advertisements for cars or polluting cars or electric cars or whatever the vehicle? Um, I don't feel bombarded, but I think there's an argument in some ways that yes, having the the cars, I I agree with the previous gentleman just there, cars are a commodity. To drink drink or food, those are, are... things that you can choose. But for most people, a car is, is, a, is a commodity. It's a necessity. So the advertising is towards certain people. And I'm from a marketing background. You know, cars okay. are, are targeted depending on people's income or what, what's of, whether it's a family-safe car, whether it's, it's a car that's performance. So that all, that all takes into account the brand and what the benefit of that particular brand of car is. But fundamentally, if there was no advertising for cars, people will still need cars at, at the moment is the way things are. Um, and it, I do think, though, there probably is a need to have some sort of maybe a, a regulation about or, or information maybe about the, the emissions. But on the other side as well, I mean, only recently, two very famous car brands were fined in the UK for overemphasizing the benefits of their electric vehicles and, well, and and their performance, and they got fined for that. So perhaps there needs to be a good balance of information on on both sides. But I don't feel bombarded any more than I would feel by um, by other types of, of advertising. Mm. And of course, the car industry has a much bigger budget and therefore can afford to do these more, you know, larger scale um, ads. Uh, than than maybe other industries can do. Um, do you what do you think about car advertisements, Chris? Like for most people, or certainly from what I can see from the text and my own view as well. I mean, as Shane pointed out, they're a necessity. People need them to get from A to B. What you might be influenced by is you know a, a particular model or you know brand of a car if you're looking through advertisements. Well. The way I the way I saw it when Ross was on to me earlier, I mean you have to have the advertising. They're trying they're trying to push everybody to electric cars. Now the only advertising you can see on on television now is either hybrid or electric cars. So I don't know what his problem on that is. I mean you have to. I mean again the problem I think with the Greens is they see nothing else outside of Dublin. I mean, I live in the countryside. We can't survive without cars, and we won't be able to. There is no infrastructure. Instead of having this conversation that he wants to have, he'd be a lot better off looking at how he can actually improve the transportation in rural Ireland. What about the kind of carbon labelling element of it, like, or similar to what he talked about what they're doing in France, where maybe you might have, you know, such and such a brand and this particular model emits X amount of emissions or Y amount? Would that that necessary? You see, see, what that's 
there's a problem there straight away because what you're doing is you're talking about the admissions from the day the car the car leaves um, the showroom till the end of the car life. You're not taking into into, in, into account the actual problem with actually electric vehicles in the first place when when actually having them made. Or this yeah. are actually get, getting rid of the battery afterwards. Mm. Well, so yes, great. Yeah. They, they perform. They perform well when they're on the go. But I mean, you have a huge problem with electrical vehicles. How many kids are killed in Africa <laughs> walking, well, it's, walking it's an, in slave yeah, conditions? It's an interesting. It's, it's an interesting. Car. It's an interesting point, Shane. Around that, the number of people getting in touch to say yes, the electric cars—they're brilliant. They're great when you're in them and you're driving them. But the actual um, composition and and you know whatever dis- disposal of batteries at their end of life. I mean, you know how how good actually are they? I, I think it, it's a it's a point we're discussing, and that's very different to the carbon emissions that everybody's focusing on at the moment. Um, it, it it is in its infancy, I guess, and it, it's far from perfect. Like the mining of materials like lithium and cobalt, um, it, it's not sustainable right now. Um, some it, it can destroy whole areas. It can destroy whole populations. In fact, that where where it's done, um, and. I would say that we're in its, as I said, in its infancy and, you know, internal combustion engines have been around for over 100 years. So it's not perfect. Um, and I feel we're just at the starting point of it and it will improve in time. But that's not to say that we should give up on either because, you know, burning fossil fuels long term is not the solution either. Um, so we just need to improve the technology, you know, improve batteries and uh, hopefully find more sustainable methods of making them in the future. John, do you think we need some level of carbon labelling? Um, oh, I tell you, sorry, hi, Andrew. How are you? It's, it seems to be getting um, a lot of lip service seems to be put around whether we should or shouldn't be having cars and uh, putting all sorts of taxes on, on things like that. Because, like, I live out in Fingal, and the Green Party for the last, oh, I don't know, 20, maybe 30 years has made unbelievable promises. I actually voted Green in the last couple of elections, and I wouldn't vote for them again because it seems that all the promises and the, everything that they said they would do for us, in in particular in Fingal, is the fastest growing uh a part of of Ireland and and definitely Dublin and like the services are limited for us in terms of an alternative to the car and like and yet you're probably one of the better par- served parts of the country in terms but of public we, transport. We, we've we've been promised a train service. It never arrived. We have like I I I see on nearly every single day I see an eight or a nine mile traffic jam trying to get through. Uh, Ashburn, getting around Ashburn Village, not get through it, but get around us, coming from the north northern side of the of of the county as such to get into Dublin. Um, I'm in I'm in the traffic constantly watching it, and my wife works in 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 Dublin. We live out in out out near Ashburn, and I would I would have to drop her to work because it's quicker to drop her to work rather than let her get a bus. She'd be an hour and a half getting a bus, twenty twenty five minutes in a car. And yet they've penalised the people driving cars with extra tolls where we're told we could pay extra taxes. But yes, there doesn't seem to be a system where they put the cars in before they hit you with a stick. It's We're not given anything to... An obvious alternative, excuse me, 
than all this alternative to yeah, use. Yeah. It just seems to be like I can remember the, the politicians standing on my door saying, Yep, yeah, we're gonna get you this. There'll be extra buses, there'll be a train service from here, there and everywhere. Nothing. You're still waiting. Twenty years. See a text and this listener says long term hydrogen's the answer. Batteries are only temporary, says Kieran. Every car should have a manufacturing carbon tonnage before sale alongside the car price, says this texter. My issue on all of this is around how bad for the environment electric cars actually are, not their advertising. Do you think, Shane, there's a need for some kind of campaign on all of this? Uh, you know, an information campaign? I, 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 I wonder. I mean, there is such a focus, isn't there, on reducing the carbon footprint and hitting our carbon targets that that seems to be at the expense of everything else. So, that does not at all take into consideration how much carbon is emitted in the manufacturing of a car or the other damage done with the mining of the other materials you mentioned a minute ago. So perhaps we do need a, a new look at how we define um, the damage or the cost of a, a product like a car on the planet. And, and perhaps we shouldn't be doing just this with cars, just cars either, I, I would suggest. Okay. And, you know, have a, a, a label uh, of some sort. I just don't believe that we're anywhere near that right now. And the fact that cars are such a necessity and public transport all over the country, mm. rural and urban, is not good enough. Uh, and I think uh, Brian and his party should be focusing on that first and foremost. OK, Shane O'Donoghue, editor of CompleteCar.ie. Chris, Barbara, uh, John as well. Thanks a million for getting in touch with us. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.